Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Winning. Uriel Kane here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. Hope you're doing great. Today, we're going to be talking about the price versus the payoff. And I think this will really, really help you out. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kim, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. So I was having a conversation with a few clients yesterday, and uh, this is prompting this this discussion today. Uh, but first, uh, I'm about to head out for a supercar rally in about an hour. Uh, it's going to be fun. So Amy's coming with me today, so she'll be driving the 720. I'm driving the 570. It's actually one of the, the first time this year we've both taken the cars out on a rally. So it'll be a lot of fun, but I wanted to shoot this before I head out because it was top of mind and I wanted to make sure I got this out. Before I dive in, I want to give a shout out to you guys because... My whole intention with this channel was to just just brain dump, like share as much value as I possibly can with you guys. And we're starting to see traction, right? And I mean, I don't know if, you, well, you can't see it, but sometimes on my videos, you can see I have a plaque on the wall from YouTube. For my p- previous business, we built the channel to 300,000 subscribers, but it was a really, really, really slow, tedious journey, but it's all good, right? And, and I think with YouTube, I told my team about a year and a half ago, I said, when we started to focus on it a bit more Seriously, I said, guys, I don't care if anything comes from this in the next couple of years. This is a 10 year plus game plan. We want to put out as much valuable, useful content as possible that would be useful for my kids, that would be useful for our clients, that would be useful for any other health professionals or coaches or entrepreneurs in general. And whatever comes of it will come of it. And I know that by putting good stuff out, eventually it comes back. Now, I preface this by saying we don't rely on the YouTube channel to grow our business. Okay. So, like, you guys know me, I'm not a huge fan of relying on content initially to grow your business, but I think like big picture building a brand, it makes a big difference. With that said, I want to give a couple shout outs. So uh, this past week, we have Nate and Kyle who joined the HBA program and you guys came from the YouTube channel. And I want to just give you guys props and, and I want to you know, acknowledge you guys for for consuming hours upon hours of my videos. And I really appreciate that. And obviously, I'm super pumped to work with you guys more closely inside our HBA program. And I just want to share a message I got from, uh, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, dun, dun, dun. So I don't know where this message is on my phone, but there we go. So I sent, um, I sent Nate a little video and I just welcomed him to the program. And he said, uh, appreciate it. You're really excited to get started. Just FYI, your winning series, these videos on YouTube was what pushed me over the edge to do this. Definitely spoke to me. And that's amazing. And I'm really happy that, you know, Nate and many others are, are kind of finding these videos useful because that's the purpose for them. And today's conversation, I think, will really, really be a good eye. I don't think this is something I've spoken about. I think there's one other video on the channel where I, I talk about this concept, but the whole idea of like price versus payoff. So I had a call with our clients yesterday and actually I almost started crying, to be honest. I don't know where that came out of. And because we were taught, we're, it was basically a sales call review. So twice a week, I review calls with our clients. I give them feedback on their enrollment calls, how they can improve their selling skills. And I'm obviously doing so in an ethical way that obviously helps people that want help, right? So we we're having this conversation and one of our clients had mentioned that when she enrolled with us, she had a call um, and then the initial call, she knew she wanted to do this, but she she wanted like a moment to just think because she knew that if she didn't, she might regret not having that space to think. So she had, um, so our enrollment coach, John, who's awesome, said, okay, when's a better time later today to speak? And they, you know, scheduled the follow-up for the same day, about three to four hours later. And I, I just wanted to, I was talking with, with my client about this. I said, hey, like, can you remember back to that space between the first call 
and the second call. Because this is the space where people's dreams go to die. And I want to know what was different about you. And quite honestly, everyone who was on the call, what was different about you guys? Because you guys are here. I'm talking to my clients at this point. And most other people are not. And I started actually getting tears in my eyes. Like, I was like, where did this come out of? And I just said, like, guys, like, I truly, truly appreciate you guys being here because we're in business because of you. And We've spoken with thousands in the past two years, more than 8,000 people. We don't have 8,000 active clients. <laughs> so you can do the math. Most people, and we're very good. We're not trying to like, you know, twist people's arms and whatever, but I think our sales process is very genuine. It's very good, whatever. But the, the majority, like even if the people you speak with, assuming they're cold, right? Like not friends and family or people that were referred to you. The vast majority of people you speak with are not going to enroll with you. So, you know, in the neighborhood of 25 to 30% probably will. And either we turn them away or they just mind fuck themselves out of this, right? So I was asking her, I said, well, can you think back to that thinking process between that first call and second call? And she started to tell me that, and the reason the tears came up for me was because I had a, a tremendous amount of appreciation and gratitude for someone being willing to commit in spite of uncertainty and fear. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for people like that. I don't have as much respect for people who say they want things and allow fear to hold them back in life. It just, it drives me absolutely fucking crazy, which is part of the reason I have this series called hashtag winning, not hashtag losing, right? So she started to, she, you know, she's thinking back and she's like, well, in those three hours between the two calls, I started to just think about what this would look like as a client in the HBA program, how my life would be different in the future, what I would be going through. And I, I acknowledged her, I said, hey, what's interesting about what you just said there, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you focused on the pale. You didn't really focus on the alternative, which is what if this doesn't work? What if I lose my money? What if, what if, what if? And I think this is the fundamental difference between, in my experience, the people who actually do something in life versus everyone else. And I'm not just saying about like working with us. I'm saying people who actually do something with the, with the goal that they have in mind. So when I talk about price and payoff, let me just break this down for you. So for anything, there's a price, like you have to pay a price. And I'm not just talking about financially, right? There's a, there's a price, a sacrifice, if you want to think of it that way. What's the sacrifice? What are you willing to give up to achieve this outcome? And it might be money. It might be your stories. It might be your, your comfort zone. It might be doing the things that you've been doing already that haven't been working. These are things that you have to, you have to sacrifice to some degree. And what a lot of people say is that I really want this payoff. I really want to have a great business, have a better quality of life. But then it comes to this piece here, the price. What price are you willing to pay? And the price very often is shockingly low. I'll give you a great example of this. This is actually, I find this fucking laughable. So there was a conversation uh, I was looped into yesterday and uh, someone was inquiring about working with us and uh, same situation. So follow up after the initial call, this person was like, you know, they saw the value, they saw the payoff, they, they believed in it. And then they had a follow-up call for a few hours later, same day. And then this individual emailed our enrollment coach and proceeded to say, hey, I'm actually looking at a different option. I've decided to go with another company called Outsource Doers, which if you don't know, is a VA service out of the Philippines. And two things came to mind. Number one, how on earth did they compare that service to what we're offering. And number two is they're going to pay twice now. They're going to pay whatever it was, 5K to get a VA. Like they're, they're, and I felt actually, I felt really shitty because there's also a big problem here in terms of this person actually somehow equated what we can help them do in their business to hiring a VA from the Philippines. That's a major issue. 
So like, yeah, like I'm see there's, I'll have a, I'll have a review of this and just make sure that whatever. Um, so I share this because the price to pay in this case. So here's what this person's going to have to pay. This person's going to pay twice. She's going to pay once with this company. And we, we actually have two clients who've worked with them and we're just horrible experience. And listen, like I'm not here to put anyone down or whatever. I'm just sharing what has come to us. So they might be a good company. I don't even know. I've never worked with them. So I thought this was interesting because now this person doesn't know this and they made it they made a decision solely based on price and the fact that they were going to get a VA as opposed to a whole team of coaches and marketing experts to help them grow their business. Here's the reality. Are we pay our coaching team $2.3 million per year? Okay. $2.3 million per year. And you always get what you pay for. So if you think that a VA who's going to like post some stuff on Instagram is actually going to help you grow your business, you have some major issues. Okay. And the problem is that number one, we can get better at establishing that gap and, and, and showing the value there. But this is why people struggle is this person is going to pay whatever 5k for that. And then that's not going to work out. And she's going to come back to us and then pay us, who knows, right? Or someone else. So you're paying twice because you didn't make a good decision the first time. Anyways, all this to say that the price, what price are you willing to pay for the payoff that you want to get? Now, for me in that scenario, that person actually doesn't realize that there is more to building a dream than having a VA post some stuff on social media for you. This is where a lot of health professionals, that's right, most, a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck. They, they don't understand what is required to achieve the level of success that they say they want. And then they get into a situation, they're like, oh my God, why isn't this working out? Well, it's because fundamentally you've missed everything, right? So going back to our clients in the conversation. So I'm acknowledging my client for the fact that, you know, she was able to have this thought process of focusing on the payoff. And then a number of other clients had chimed in and they said, yep, you know, I like uh, another client of ours going through a divorce. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of excuses, a lot of reasons why she would have been valid not to get started. But again, she was focused on, she knew that this is what she needed to do to build her better future. And when you are having it all, and I'm sharing this with you because we all have this process. I want you to think about every decision you make through this lens. Think about it as risk reward if you want, right? Price versus payoff. So where a lot of people get stuck, and I'll share another quick example of you. So one of our clients, Ryan, who went from on the brink of almost closing his business at the end of 2019 to now doing more than $5 million per month. Okay, so they've built the largest thyroid coaching program on the planet. When he first started with us, he was in a really bad situation. He was about to close his brick and mortar. This is before the pandemic even started. And I remember remember him telling me, we actually did an interview and he said, and I asked him the question around this, you know, like what, what was your mentality? What was the mindset? And he said something along the lines of like, I, I knew like, I knew the price, like I understood the price, but I was also asking myself, what's the price if I don't do this? Like, what's the cost of inaction? What's this going to cost me if I don't do anything differently? And so in his case, he's like, well, worst case scenario, I lose my money, right? Worst case. And even if he did, it's not like he'd be living on the street and it's not like he would be dead. It's not like his family of six would be, you know, begging for money. So it really wasn't the end of the world, but no one wants to lose their money, right? But what was the upside? He, for him, because he had such a big vision of what he wanted to do, he's like, well, the upside is like unlimited. And I think this is the big difference that I've noticed amongst successful people in life is they understand the risk. Like, do you understand that I don't guarantee you anything, right? You come to work with us. My guarantee is it's the single best decision you ever make in your life. Second is if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Those are my two guarantees because the reality is that in the nature of a coaching relationship, if we were running your business for you, so if we did 
everything for you, like literally run the business, then yeah, I can guarantee income because I'm running your business, but I'm not running your business. You are. You have to show up. You have to do the work. You have to lean in for coaching. And value is an extraction game. So when people say like, well, I did this program and I spent all this money and I didn't get anything from it. For me, that's a warning flag. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? I understand there's like not so great options out there, but even if like, I, I've been in, I remember making a $60,000 investment a number of years ago, and it was not a good investment. Like I was not impressed with the experience. And this was like a speaking mastermind. And it was like, man, dude, like for what you're offering here, this is not, this is not okay. So initially I was kind of pissed. And then I said, Yuri, shut the fuck up. What can you do? How can you show up to get the most out of this? Because my approach in every investment I make is if I only got one thing, I only want one thing. I don't need the whole thing. I just need one thing because I know that if I get that one thing, it can change everything. So I put on my big boy pants, I rolled up my sleeves, and I recommitted and I said, all right, let's make the most of this. And so from that, I ended up getting a speaking gig at the Nutritional Therapy Association, which was in Seattle or sorry, Portland at the time. And from that one event, I mean, I, I you know, we generated at least six figures in revenue, plus enrolled a number of clients who are actually still with us in the program. And that's four or five years later. So although that initial investment was not great. I'm not going to poo-poo that person or that mastermind because the reality is the sooner that we point the finger at ourselves, the sooner we'll get to where we want to go. Because when we blame other people, we lose our power. We give away control. We give away our opportunity to change. And I never want to be in that position. So I take the philosophy of everything is my fault everything, everything, no matter what. That's it. Because as soon as we start blaming other people, first of all, you're being a fucking baby if that's the case. I like, yeah, I'm not saying like there are people out there who 100% should step up and provide a better service. 100%, I agree with you on that. But if you go through life pointing fingers at everyone, you don't move, you don't improve, you don't learn. The best thing you can do is go through life and just look in the mirror. And the sooner you ask yourself like, dude, what am I not getting? What is the lesson I still need to learn to get out of this situation that keeps repeating itself? Because the sooner you do that, the sooner you'll learn the lesson and you will never get out of your current situation until you learn the lesson that situation is meant to teach you. And for a lot of adults, like if you've worked with clients Here's the thing. I've got four boys, four young boys. And working with adults, it's just like working with kids. There's no difference other than just bigger clothing. It's honestly, it's the same thing. People freak out. They don't know how to handle their emotions. They don't know how to handle challenges. And then they miss, there's fundamental character traits that are literally not installed in many people's software. And one of our goals is to help people become the type of person that is required to have what it is that they want. And a lot of people like this example I was giving you where the person spent 5K on the VA, everyone's looking for the tactic. Everyone's looking for the tip of the iceberg. Like, just give me the fix. Give me the little dopamine. Ah, no, no, no. You, if you don't solve the bigger stuff underneath the surface, you're going to continue going from one of those services to another and you will never solve the problem because you're fundamentally not the type of person yet who has what it takes to succeed. Because here's what happens when you outsource or hire anyone. Here's what most people do. I don't want to do this stuff. You do it. And then they don't do a good job because you don't mentor them. You don't coach them. You don't give them any guidance and they, and they don't produce. And then what happens is we point the finger at those companies or those agencies and say, you were terrible. You sucked. No, you as the business owner sucked because that's the truth. Just want to jump in real quick. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I realized that I talk about the perfect client pipeline a lot. And if you're wondering to yourself, Yuri, you keep alluding to this thing, but what exactly is it? How does it work? How can it help me grow my coaching business or virtual health practice? And that's a very valid question because even when I speak with people, 
I ask them if they watch the masterclass and a lot of times they're like, no, I haven't seen it. So if you are wondering how it all works, if you want to know how this simple four-step business model has helped more than 1,300 and counting of our clients who are all health practitioners and coaches generate more than $217 million in their businesses without spending all their time on social media, without sending DMs, without doing launches, without building fancy websites. If you want to know exactly how it all works and if you want to see case studies that show the proof that it actually works, then let me hook you up. You can go over to my Instagram profile at healthpreneur on Instagram, or you can just type into your browser healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash 217. So 217, the actual numbers. If you type that in or that same link will be on my Instagram profile, click on that. It'll take you over to the page where you can register to watch the masterclass and then just go through it and you'll have a really good idea of exactly how we help our clients build their businesses using the perfect client pipeline. So once again, that is healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash 217 or go to my Instagram bio at healthpreneur on Instagram and click the link in my bio. I'll see you there and let's get back to the show. Anytime you work with someone, don't expect them to know anything. Don't expect them to have your understanding. And if you are early on in business, the last thing you should be doing is delegating and outsourcing because you don't even understand the fundamentals. How can you outsource your marketing if you don't even understand your message? Like It's a disaster waiting to happen. And I share this because I see this so much. Once you are past a million dollars, Sure, you can start outsourcing, delegating, hiring, that's fine. But for most of you guys, if you're under half a million dollars in revenue, you should honestly have one other person in your company, maybe two, an assistant and another coach. That's a coach to help you on delivery. That's it. You should still be doing your enrollment calls. You should still be doing all your marketing. And it's going to feel like a little bit of work. And that's supposed to be the way it is. Because you have to put in the time to build these skills because eventually when you hire them out, you have to you have to be somewhat sound at providing coaching and feedback for other people. So as an example, a couple months ago, I stepped back in to lead the, our sales team. And we had a director of sales who, who's been with us for years and she's amazing, but she was also doing some enrollment calls. And I said, listen, like I think your strong suit is doing the calls. I feel there's an opportunity for me to step back in and really support the team. And and she was really happy about that, to be honest, because you know she felt a lot of pressure kind of doing both things. So I stepped back in and we improved in the space of two months, we improved our overall average conversion rate from like, it was like 27%. Now we're at 35, 36%. And this small things, right? It's coaching, it's feedback, it's nuances. And the reason I'm able to do that and the difference that makes for our business is huge, right? And the reason that I'm able to step into that role temporarily, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life, but temporarily is because I understand sales better than a lot of people, at least in our, in our, in our company. And if I were to outsource that to some other sales manager outside of our company who has no clue about our philosophy, who may not sell in the same way that we do, it's going to be really hard. And even when I do, that person is going to be coached and mentored by me voraciously for a certain amount of time until I'm like, yep, you have it. You got it. And this is the thing is like, you have to understand what's involved in getting to where you want to go. And a lot of times you don't know, because if you did, you'd already be there most likely. So where am I going with all this stuff? Let's go back to price and payoff or sacrifice for success is the successful people in life focus on the payoff. They acknowledge the price, but they focus on the payoff. They obsess about the payoff. I was on a podcast with my buddy 
uh, Ken Okazaki. He has a, pod, a podcast called um, Content Capitalist. And we're talking about the journey. And he said, like, dude, what is it about you? Like, you know, you played pro soccer, you're able to build these businesses. What is it about you that's different than, let's say, some other people who don't achieve that level? Because a lot of people say they want to play pro sports or they want to build a business. And, and what is it about them that's different than you? And I said, well, first of all, I'm better looking. Not, no, I'm just kidding. That hadn't, I didn't say that. Here's the thing. It's like, there's obviously some differences, right? But I think in my, in my experience, the big thing for me is that I just said, I had just, I have this insatiable drive. I just, I just want to keep going and I want to keep pushing. And it's like, well, when's enough? It's never enough. It'll be enough when I'm dead. It's never enough. I was watching an interview series. I, I love watching soccer, but also behind the scenes stuff. Like, so like interviews of players and so forth. And Gary Neville, who used to play for Manchester United during the golden era of Manchester United, has a series on uh, BBC or sorry, Sky Sports, and it's called The Overlap. So he interviews players and you see the same mindsets, like the best players in the world have the same mindset. They have the same mentality. And then one of the episodes, they were interviewing him. So he like Gary Neville, who's interviewing everyone else, he was the one being interviewed. And they said, um, and he mentioned, he's like, I just can't stop. Like, I, I can't, I just have to keep going. I'm always looking and kind of looking for the next thing. And listen, like there's a trade-off. Like I understand that kind of like achievement mentality comes with a certain level of stress and like a bit of an A-type personality. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's, Success is reserved for only these types of people. But the thing is that we live in a world, and this is what I mentioned to Ken, we live in a world, the, the modern world, where the biggest problem, I believe, is everyone's okay with life. Living an okay life is an absolute disaster, and it's really hard to get uncomfortable. And for me, what I've done is I've overcommitted to force myself to live poor, like literally. What I mean by that is like the house we're building in Mexico, it's all cash. There's no mortgages. So I'm basically having to pay. I won't reveal the price. It's a lot of money, all cash. And what that what that did is I literally just jumped out of the airplane and I'm like, I'll figure this out. Because my thinking was not only do I want to have this property for the rest of our lives and it's a good investment, whatever, but it's also going to force our business to hit our objectives a lot faster because the only way I can have this cash is by helping our business grow to a certain level. And by business growth, I mean helping people at a greater level, helping more people. And so for me personally, that was the kick in the ass I needed to get to the next level in our business. You know, we kind of, we were growing and we've always grown month over month, but it was kind of a slow growth. And I'm like, I need dynamite under my ass here because the problem for me, as well as many other people that I know who are very successful is, I mean, I have a great life. I mean, I don't have to work if I don't want to. I mean, I have everything I need. I'm very comfortable. And that's a very, very problematic place to be. And for me, the number one core emotion that drives me crazy is boredom. I like to be challenged. I like pressure because that's where I perform my best. So I put myself, I put myself in situations where I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I figure it out. And the best part about that is that the only way I get what I want is by helping infinitely more people get what they want. And that's what I love about what entrepreneurship allows us to do. It's not about how do I scam people? How do I take money away from people? It's not about that, right? You're watching this because you're a good-hearted human and you want to serve other people. So never worry about that. But it's like whatever you need to find like leverage around for you to get out of your comfort zone is whatever you got to do. And that's why I think investing in a coach is the smartest thing you can ever do regardless of the quality of that coaching program or experience because it's going to force you to level up your game. When I hired my first coach in 2010, it was $18,000. That was more money than I made the previous year in business. I didn't have the money. I had a credit card. Actually, I had two credit cards. 
So I put them on the credit card or I put the payment on the credit cards. And I remember the sinking feeling in my stomach. I'm like, what the F am I doing? How am I going to make this work? But at the same time, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're going to make it happen no matter what. There is no way out. And I'm all for going all in and burning the ships. I don't know if you know this, but Hernan Cortez, who is you know one of the famous explorers back in the well, hundreds of years ago now, comes over from Spain. Uh ends up kind of settling in Cuba. And then obviously he starts going into mainland US, you know, Florida, Mexico, whatever. When he was venturing into, and I'm trying to remember if it was Mexico or Florida, he realized that he was going to have to be like, you know, the, I think the government at the time was asking him to come back. They're like, no, no, you have like, like recall, like come back. But he had a bigger vision and he wanted to make sure that his fellow shipmen were on the same same page as him. So what he did, he actually ordered all of the ships to be burned. So they landed on land and then literally said, torch the ships. And now there is no way back. There is no way back. And I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of that. And there are so many moments in my life where that's been the case, where it's like, commit first, figure out the rest later, jump in the pool, figure out how to swim. And I think when you look at successful people, they have this tendency to do that. You don't need to calculate every single detail. The reality is like, you will never get all the answers until you start. And if you don't start, you'll never get the answers, right? So everyone's looking for clarity because everyone hates uncertainty and all the clarity is on the inside. But the reality is like, you have to have a certain amount of faith in yourself and a certain amount of faith in whoever else you're going to be working with, whatever that is, to say, I'm not going to have all the answers. So I, at least I have to have some faith in myself that I can figure this out. And assuming this is a legitimate company, this will make sense. You know, when people, it's funny because when people are like, well, how do I know I'm not going to get scammed here? I'm like, so let me just, I understand where you're coming from, but let me just give you my perspective. I've been in business for 19 years. How do you think that's the case? Uh, let's go online. Let's go to Google and type in Uriel Cam scam, Uriel Cam reviews, health burner reviews, health burner scam. Please, I, I encourage you to find, just do that search right now. Whatever websites come up with any of that stuff, they're affiliate sites, most likely for my old business, perhaps. There's two negative reviews for a business somewhere on our Facebook page, somewhere, and a bunch of other scam reviews, like those stupid people saying, hey, I really trusted this person to make money. Go check out their profile. Like that stupid stuff. Um, but there's two negative reviews, and these are from two people who've never worked with us. And am I saying that, you know, definitely there's been some pain in the ass clients who we've part of ways with over the years, 100%, right? But the reality is like, you don't stay in business for nearly 20 years by doing shady stuff. And, you know, like, I mean, when you just think about this logically, like I understand if this is a company that just started yesterday, for sure, I understand that. But like, listen, we've been around for a long time. We're not going anywhere. And even in our hiring process, you know, one of the questions I get asked is, like, what's like, what's the vision? Like, we're like, I, you know, we talk about our 2025 vision, where we want to go. And they're like, beyond that, like, is, do you want to sell the company? Like, what do you want to do as a CEO? And we actually hired someone a couple of weeks ago who asked this question. And I told her this kind of a higher level hire. And I said, I have no intention of selling Healthpreneur. I want Healthpreneur to become synonymous with, well, this is probably not the best example, but Coca-Cola, right? So Coca-Cola, everyone knows. Now I want Healthpreneur to be the Coca-Cola of health. So when people think of building a business online, right away, it's Healthpreneur. I want this business to outlast my life. This will go into the next generation, the next 100, 150, 200 years because of what it is we're doing here. I have zero intention of selling, but we'll build the business so that we can sell because it's built on systems and you know whatever. But why would I want to sell a business that was built with that in mind? I love what I do. I have no intention of selling, and you know I will do. I will be doing this work until I die. Right? It's. I mean, obviously it'll evolve in some way, shape, or form. But I have no intention of uh, of doing any stuff. And that's why I think when and this is the challenge. It's like I know I'm kind of going off on tangents here, so bear with me here. When you are focused on the payoff, you're like, here's what I want. Here's what can happen. Here's the possibility. But at the same time, there's these thoughts of like 
like, what if I get scammed? What if this doesn't work out, et cetera? And my encouragement to you is just really just logically think through this. Logically think through this because the best way to move through fear is through logic and action because you can never have all the information on the outside. The only time you have all the information is on the inside. And let's say you got on the inside and all the information you saw was like, oh my God, this is not what I was expecting. What's the worst case scenario if that happens? What's like, what's, what's, are you going to be sent in jail? No, like the worst case scenario is maybe like, damn, again, I made a bad decision. This, what, who cares, right? Have a, take a leap of faith. But this is also part of the enrollment slash sales slash marketing process, which I would encourage you to consider for yourself and evaluate on others. Is, is the stuff that they share on the front end similar to stuff on the back end? Like, I don't, I hope that you're not getting the impression that working with us is easy. It's not. I'm, I hope that you get the impression that I'm not guaranteeing you a certain income because I'm not. Because on the inside, I'll tell you straight up, it's hard, it's your responsibility, and the only time you fail is when you give up. That's it. And what I don't want is for be like, yeah, you're gonna make a million dollars a month. And then you come in and you're like, oh shit, this is different than I thought it was. Because I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is the mismatch between the marketing and the experience on the client's on the client delivery side. And my whole hope with our marketing, including these videos, is that you are abundantly aware of how hard it is to build a business online. It is infinitely harder. And I'm talking like in the in the zeros of like one plus zeros, infinitely harder to build an online business compared to a brick and mortar because no one knows who you are and obscurity is the biggest danger you face in business. With that said, it is still a million percent worth it. And why? Because you focus on the payoff. When I was in the trenches working 12 to 14 hours a day, underpaid personal trainer and nutritionist, I, was, I wasn't in a position to to, you know, to give everything up. I'm like, I, I still had to pay the bill somehow. And I, and, I, and I knew that in spite of the fact that my first couple of years in business online were shit, I still kept going because I was so focused on the fact that I know I can make this happen. I know the life I want to create is there. It's possible. And I know I can help a lot more people. And if you continually focus on that, the, the, the roadmap or the bridge, the stairs will continue to unfold in front of you. But if you never even start because you want all the answers ahead of time, you're fucking doomed. I'm sorry. I've had conversations with people. I can't even tell you. Two people come to mind. They send me this email or I was forwarded this email, 30 questions specifically around details. I'm like, fuck off. All the best. I'm not entertaining that stuff. If you don't have enough trust in the fact that I've been doing this for almost 20 years and I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs, at, at what point does the amount of social proof that we have overshadow your doubt, right? Please keep watching every single video on this channel until it's bleeding through your eyeballs to the point of like your situation is fucking horrible and we can probably help you if that's what the path you want to choose, okay? Because at some point you have to you have to take a risk. If you invest in the stock market, why are you investing in the stock market? You're investing in companies you don't even understand. Do you even know the CEO of the companies you're investing in? Really? No. What's the average return on the stock market? Maybe 9%. What's the average return of you? Infinite. Our average rate of return for our clients is 243%. 243% versus 9%. Well, how do I know this is going to work? Shut the fuck up. How do you know your stocks are going to work? And I'm sorry if this is coming across like a real punch in the head. And I'm not speaking to you exactly. I'm speaking to all the people we've spoken to over the years that have this fucked up mindset because they'll have thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in stocks or investment funds managed by some idiot who doesn't know what they're doing. They don't even know the companies they're invested in. And then they're asking us like for proof. I want to talk to all your clients. Like, really? You're going to talk to all the clients of all the people who've invested in this stock portfolio? Are you delusional? 
Like, just think of this, okay? Like, really just kind of turn on your thinking for a second and fucking think logically. What's the worst case scenario if you build your skills, if you understand how to market properly, if you get better at selling, if you get better at coaching people? What's the worst case scenario? You will have those skills forever. What's the worst case scenario if you invest $100,000 in the stock market? You lose some of your money, are you gonna lose all of it? Probably not, but do you do you, you become better as a person? No. I want to I want some money manager to manage my stuff because I don't want to build the skill set to learn how to manage my finances. And this is why people are fucking broke. Is they don't take ownership of building themselves into the person they need to be to have what they want. So, you have two options. If you want what it is you say you want, take responsibility for making that happen or stop talking about what it is you say you want because you don't really want it. And that's why I talk about there's price to pay, learning skills, the development of yourself, there's a financial investment, there's a time investment, whatever it is, but the payoff is worth it depending on what it is you're after. And if you focus on the payoff instead of like, what's the worst case scenario here, you will be a lot better off in every aspect of your life, okay? So stop fucking around and focus on the payoff. Got it? Anyways, hopefully you've enjoyed this one. If you have limited thoughts in the comments, if you're like, Dury, that's too much swearing for me, it's okay, I get it, right? I uh, I dropped some F-bombs here and there, and I share this out of impact. Um, I remember going to my first Tony Robbins seminar many years ago, Unleash the Power Within. I spent years listening to his audios on my headphones. Never once did he swear. In the first 30 seconds of Unleash the Power Within, he was dropping F-bombs. And at first I'm like, whoa. And he's like, just a heads up. I don't swear for the sake of swearing. I swear for impact. So when I'm dropping an F-bomb, like shut the fuck up. There's emphasis there of like, get out of your own way and do the thing you say you need to do, even if it's scary. Because the payoff is in, like the payoff has no limits. The payoff is infinite. The downside is so, so small. Don't focus on the downside. Don't focus on things not working out. That's what losers do. You're not a loser. You're a winner. Winners focus on how to win the game, not how not to lose the game. Cool? That's all from me today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for bearing with me through you know some of these rants. And if you like this, remember to subscribe to the channel, drop me a comment below, and I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next, is if you're not already subscribed to The Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.